Jump! Yeah! Yakmala all. Murray, Yakmala. Yakmala, Griff. Man, everybody needs to know. If you don't know about Jim Cotta already, you need to know. You need to tell somebody. You need to tell somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this episode, Griff, because this is an, along with uh, Treasure of the Four Crowns, another hidden gem of a Golden Globe Theater episode. Oh, I get it. It's a treasure. Uh, this was one of those movies as a kid. Like I remember vividly. The, wow, you saw this as a kid. N- well, let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember seeing the commercials, and everybody... Me and everybody knew it was fucking hype for this movie. Like, this movie looks amazing. And right. It comes out, and of course, none of us go and see it. And then a year later, it shows up on cable like every five minutes, and we saw it. And it was amazing. <laughs> I wish I had seen it on the big screen. This movie, I, I'm still like blown my mind this isn't a canon fucking movie. This is such a canon film. It really is. It skimps on so many details to just give you the goods. I mean, I think what it was, because at this time, I think, because MGM put this movie out and they were working with a distribution a distribution yes. deal. With Ken- I think Menachem was like, here, let me sweeten the deal a little. He said, Here's a script for a movie called Jim Cotta, and that's yeah. kind of what kind of grease the wheels. There, yeah. You know, I could definitely see that where it was a complete win-win. I'll give you guys Jim Cotta. Go ahead and take the credit for this one, and we'll get you know this in return. I I could completely see that. Right. I mean, this movie, it just it has it all. I mean, the fact that this man is doing gymnastic karate. I mean, the stunts in this movie are great. Yeah. Can I just say, Jim Cotta? Amazing name for it. It sounds legit. Like it if you sounds told me, so good. If I had never heard of this, and you told me, I go, that sounds like a legit martial art. It rolls art. off the tongue. I, it's I the mean, opposite of undefeatable, which is a horrible, horrible, name horrible name. If but. you were tuning into an MMA and you're like, oh, who's this new bloke, this uh, Jonathan Colbert, and they're like, he's a master of Jumkata, wouldn't you be like, oh my god, I, like, I got to see what this is about? You you would be like, mom, take the dogs for a walk. I got to watch this. Well, you need to see that. I'd like my dogs to see it too. Oh, you um, want your dogs? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but excuse me. <laughs> this when part... I tell my mom take a hike, get out of here. <laughs> okay, it's it's so good. Like I really enjoyed all this. They work the gymnastics and the karate, and they give you the perfect Arnold Plump Plump Plump. Our Palmer Palmer yeah. blend yeah. of iced tea and lemonade. Yeah, I, I feel kind of honored that we. When you watch this movie, you're seeing the birth of Jim Cotta because they like it's invented in this movie. Yes, and uh, it's it's pretty fucking sweet. I, it, it's it, ninety it, minutes of fucking fun. It's beautiful. Let's go to any other country that's invented a new martial arts. St- There's none. They're all five thousand years old except for Jim Cotta. Well, there is Jeet Kune Do practiced. By uh, Glenn Danzig, which was the which was the kung fu that uh, Bruce Lee invented. <laughs> okay, okay, so that's probably seventies. Okay, yeah, but he he converted to America, so we have. Well, that I think I I don't know. I'm sure somebody <laughs> will tell us on Twitter or will correct me. But I thought the whole part of Jeet Kune Do was if I'm not probably not even pronouncing it right. It was like it, it put street fighting, like, like dirty fighting, mixed in with martial arts, and that was like kind of like the. 
you know, the conspiracy theory, like the masters had to kill Bruce Lee because he disrespected like oh, Kung Fu. He took it. He, yeah. Okay. He took it from the took formal the honor to the, out yeah, of it. Okay. Uh, one of the big things that we need to talk about here is they take the honor out of dressing completely. Like we get into, well, a made up land. What was it called? Parmistan. Par- Parmistan. Uh, and once we get to Parmistan, we go from typical 80s attire. I'll go ahead and point out f- for the first time. I'm going to point out 45 other times. Cabot is wearing my shoes. I have the same red, white, and blue or Asics. Or you're wearing his. But or I'm wearing his, wearing but no, I like to think that I wore them first. Um, He's got, he always has like a sweet 80s sweater on at all times. Always. So we go from 80s American garb to Shakespeare, biblical. What happens? Well, that's what I think that's purpose, be, purposely done because they want to show how backwards Parmistan is, that they're, like, living in the Middle Ages. Everyone's, like, dressed like a serf. Yeah. I mean, even... Uh, they wear those fuzzy hats, those Russian hats. Oh, yeah. Well, even when they talk, they have you see the, the cold on their breath. Yes, well, it's a cold place. It's a very cold place. Um, even it's, it's, we've, we pointed out, we were talking earlier, it's the fall because there's it, constantly leaves on the there's ground dead, everywhere. Uh, d- fucking... The White Stripe song is all about this. Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground. All this movie is Dead Leaves and Dirty Ground. That's all it is. That's, that actually was a subtitle to this movie. Jim it was. Kata, Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground. A fucking Hotel Yorba. I mean, White Stripes writes a lot about things we cover, and that's just a coincidence. Yeah. So, our hero. Jonathan Cabot, played Jonathan by Cabot. Olympic loser Kirk Tunney. You know what? Never. I, never you know because Olympic. because we're so lazy, we don't do a lot of research. So. I did do some research after you reminded me he was not an Olympic medalist. Well, yeah, I mean he won. Yeah, but if you don't do it in the Olympics, who cares? Exactly. I'm sorry. It's true. Nobody recognizes you if you don't win at the Olympic. First level. of all, I want to say because I don't know who any of these guys looked like. I thought Mitch Gaylord. Who was another gymnast was in this movie because I didn't know. First of all, your name's Mitch Gaylord. How are you not in gay porn? But also, I just that's the only name I could remember from the eighties. So I always assumed it was Mitch Gaylord. Kurt, I don't even know who the fuck Kurt Thomas is, and you should neither no. because he never won shit at the Olympics. No. Mitch Gaylord did win. I if he wasn't even at the eighty four Olympics, he wasn't. No, because he, he was, was filming fit, this movie. Probably. Well, no, it, because what happened was. He went to the 78 Olympics, and he was, like, really young. And so they didn't win shit because Russia always kicked our ass. 80s, we boycotted because I believe Russia invaded Afghanistan. Oh. Irony, people. But so we boycotted that one. I see what you did there. Iran. Sure. And then 84, the Russians boycotted back. So that's why we won shit because Russia always kicked our ass in gymnastics. It's very interesting. You're blowing my mind here with facts that I probably should have learned in high school. But um, you don't need no, you don't need to know this. But yeah, so Cabot is basically a young MacGyver. Like he's if got you, the hair, definitely. You, you got this bullshit series called Young MacGyver out now. I think that's what it's called. Our new MacGyver. It's I think bullshit. It's called MacGyver. It's bullshit. Don't watch it. I don't watch it. You just I never watched the first one. So. Oh. I got the DVD uh, box set of the first season. It's one of the few DVDs I have. But you know I have eight DVDs in my house. Yeah. Samurai Cop, uh, Over only, the Top. Only the good stuff. Yeah, in the first season of MacGyver. It's a treasure. It's a national treasure. Highly underrated So episode. Jonathan is basically a young MacGyver, and I wanted to see a little well, bit more. Well, he doesn't more... make anything. Yeah, yeah, he just looks he the just part. He just has the hair. But then his villain, another 80s icon, is a evil George Michael. 
He's got yeah, the dangling cross earring, or is it a dagger? I, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to make a confession because this show is about like being honest with our audience. We well, not with know, our audience, with ourselves well, and our audience benefits. Yes, because you pointed out many moons ago that you, as a child, a young impressionable Griff, you got a little hoop earring in your ear because you wanted to be like uh, Jean Claude C from Hard Hard Target. Hard target. I'm say hard times or something. Hard ticket to Hawaii. And his name was Chance. Was it Devereaux? It was Chance. Yeah, Devereaux sounds about right. Okay, it was something French. I just remember Chance. I when I saw this movie, I was inspired by Zamir to get my uh, dangly dagger earring. I had a that and a little like braid. In you my did hair. the. You went that far. Yeah. It See, was, well, it was oh. kind of. It kind of makes sense that I got the braid because that eventually. Took me to the whole Nang Chen tale. It really, it put you, it was your first step to the It path. was like training wheels. That's beautiful, man. But yeah, I had the, the dangly dagger earring, and that's what I think he has. I love it. Because are they Christians? We don't even know. They could be Muslim. Who knows? Know. Uh, but yeah, he's got the earring. He's got the mullet. He's got the fingerless he's gloves. He's got the fucking little close crop beard. He's got that beard. He wants everybody uh, sex. Yeah, he's always wearing stuff with like shirts open. He's tasteful got tasteful amount of peck gel just, on. It's very just a tasteful. Little I'm, sheen. I'm glad we're on the same page yeah. with his description here. He doesn't go overboard with it. Some people like Stallone went crazy on over the top with the peck jelly. Oh yeah. He's like this is the right amount. Just the right amount. I mean, it's the uh, it's beautiful. And of course, he's always singing that song uh Faith. That's the only one I know. Got to have faith. Got to have faith. He's yeah. always telling Cabot, man, you got to have faith. So, uh, you know, the only other thing that I, I know we wanted to talk about at the top half, sound effects. Top notch? They were so over the top in a right way. Like, it, it took me back to those 70s kung fu movies. Like, they were so loud. Yeah. Because we were talking about how I watched it. I Of course, I own the DVD, and Griff watched it online. And he was like, man, I think I got a bad copy because I could never hear anyone. The sound effects Loud and clear. Yeah. I couldn't hear anyone talking. I'm like, no, I had the same thing. Like, that was purposely done. Like, yeah. I had it, like, I rented it legitimately from Google Tube, and I had to turn closed captioning on because I had no idea what they were saying. All I heard, guy closes the book. <laughs> That's all you hear. It's so fucking loud. Yeah, but it was in a good way. I loved it. It was obnoxiously joyful. Well, let's stop being obnoxiously joyful for everybody and maybe get to some trailer. All right. Let's take it to uh, the deadliest game of all. The game. The one and only game. Jim Kata. His name? Kurt Thomas. His title? Three-time world gymnastics champion. His assignment? A secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, himself. And that's all he needs. Combine the discipline, the timing, and the power of gymnastics with the explosive force of karate. And a new, all-powerful martial art is born. Jim Kata. Kurt Thomas becomes Jonathan Cabot. He must penetrate a mountain fortress to compete in an ancient savage ritual. They call it the game. 
But nobody wins. And nobody lives. Until now. When gymnastics and karate are fused, the combustion becomes an explosion. And a new kind of martial arts superhero is born. Jim Kata. So we start with this very strange. It sounds like a murder mystery. You just have like a synth effect. You have a dark room. You see fucking Cabot doing some flips and shit. And then we get cuts of a man running for his life. What's yeah. going on here? Um, well, we're getting some backstory. We're, we're learning about the game, which... Uh, uh, I'm thinking, we were talking about this earlier, you know my dream is to get rich enough that I can make people fight to the death for yeah. my amusement. I think this is next level. Like, I'm at like a millionaire's level, this is a billionaire's level. Yeah. Where you just go, I'm gonna have people, uh, much like an Avenging Force, I'm gonna hunt people. And, uh, like out in the open, out in the nature... Okay. And I think that's where I I hope to go after I attain my underground fighting ring. I like that. I have to be so powerful that I can make people. I mean, are you going to do a thing where you get Zamir to go out well, for no, you? No, or you're going to go I, out. You can only watch so much. You're like, I got to get be a part of this. Yeah. But I want to be too much of a part of it. I don't want to get put my life on the line. So I would just hang back on a horse, follow, chase people. It was a very, very like unfair game. Like you'd be the hard target. You'd be the guy flying around in the helicopter with the sniper <laughs> rifle, just like, <laughs> all right, yes, let's kill this Joker. Yeah, I'd have five scopes on my sniper rifle. I mean, if we're not, if we were ever to do anything, it would be there. There would be a gun with at least five scopes on it. So yeah, yeah. I, I, my, I. Calling, calling back to uh, Zamir, I would have Equalizer 2000 gone. Which oh, another movie he starred in. Equalizer 2000. Rare hero role for him. We might do that in the future. I, I'm, I'm thinking it's worth checking out. I hope he still has the little uh, braided rat tail. I don't think he does. So we're seeing uh, a man. We don't know him. He looks familiar, but we well, don't He looks know like him. George Michael. Well, we know him, but we know this contestant oh, who is trying yeah. – he, he, he has gone completely uh, parallel with the ground, and he's going over a river, which has is, – the water is very fast, mm. and it's very rocky, and there's a – This is literally a rope bridge. They're just ropes. Yeah, it, it is. Just four different ropes strung up across, and you have to grab one of them. They're each like five wanna, feet apart. I don't know. Maybe I should save this for later. I want to point out that the Asian guy is the only guy who does it smartly by actually using his legs. Like everyone, like tries to tough it out by just swinging hand to hand, like they're monkey bars. And it's like use your legs. Well, here's the other concern I have: is that the you know I don't know how long it takes Cabot to get ready, but we see one person doing it. Was I think they all other people got killed. Was Mystery Man doing it by himself? Because this was no. like two courses in. No, I think the other people, he was the last man standing. How though? Because just the percentage wise, it's like one person versus the five people who ran the, the later course. Like the five people made it. That's just nuts to think that. When ca- when the uh, when, well, when, maybe they had a weaker batch of people because you got to remember this is like the finest. These are the the countries are competing to get in. We're not getting ahead of ourselves, but countries are competing 
because they need the make. It's like if you win the game, it's like Make a Wish Foundation. You get a wish, <laughs> and so they're sending their finest people. <gasps> he probably was with a bunch of prisoners, like the like uh, later on in the movie. Let's us. Well, he was a prisoner. Let's us. No, wait, was he? Yeah. But even Khan says later on he was the finest athlete we had. Well, he's covering his ass by that. Bullshit. Because remember, he let Samir do whatever Samir wanted to we gotta do. Get, we got to get this moving. Um, so we get the cuts of this mysterious man. He's going across the river on this rope bridge that's literally just a rope. He's doing it, like you say. He's just hanging, yeah. using all of his body that's weight smart. against him. And... Next thing Would you, you know, say this movie inspired American Ninja? The that, oh, the movie, but the TV show? Are you kidding me? Every single thing we see on TV now is basically stolen from Golan Globus Theater. Well, not us, but Golan Globus. Well, they didn't do this movie. We, I, we, I guess we I just want to name drop us. Yeah. Well, we already talked about how they gave it yeah. to MGM. I'm sure like Menachem punched the script up. Seriously, when you watch this movie, you're like, yeah, this is a Golan Globus movie. What are you talking about? This is canon production. So... We see Zamir, and th- this is him. He's a baby. He's like a week. Doesn't he have like a fur like vest on? He's got yeah. He's got like a sheepskin. No shirt underneath. Yeah, it's like a typical McFly vest, like that puffy vest. But instead of being just like nylon and whatever, it is sheepskin. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, it seems that your time has run out, Cabot, a name that we'll have to re- remember. And he fucking plunks him with an arrow, hits him. Uh, I don't know what body part is right in here. He doesn't get liver. him in the shoulder. He That's where your liver. liver. He shoots him in the liver. That would really fuck you up. He falls 80,000 feet, lands on a rock. Great stunt dummy. Yeah, great stunt dummy. And gets washed up in uh, this rapid stream. So you're like, oh, okay. Where, who dead. the fuck that guy is? He's dead. Yeah. Let's go back to our, our hero. We're cutting back Fucking and forth. Jim Cotta. So yeah. we're watching Cabot do it. And then he just finishes. Like, perfect tens all around. Yeah, he's been do- working the par- parallel bars. Yeah, that's we, what we, we, that's what we decided They're, it they're was like called. the high bar and the slightly lower bar. And he's working between them. It's no, I thought he just had the bars that were like parallel. And he was just doing Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, man. The, I, I forget what. Uh, I have no idea. We're. Bad I think the at uneven gymnastics. bars. I think is what those are called. Yeah, you're thinking. right. I think that is uneven. We're great at gymnastics. We <laughs> yeah. win everything in America these days, so yeah. we don't even have to pay attention anymore. Yeah, and uh, so he like he's like, whew, man, like, that tiny bit of sweat. He dabs it, and he walks away. And this woman just runs, lunges at him, and the security guy, sorry, lady, yeah, back off, bitches, leave. Uh, she's right. got the most beautiful sweater on in the world. Well, everybody has beautiful sweaters. In this everybody, movie. it's very eighties. Damn, god damn, is it? And then we sweater. cut to was was the guy who stopped him? Was that Pally? Or was it was that just Pally, a, man? Okay, it's Pally. So we learn we meet Pally, and he, I, CIA. I don't know. I don't know what he was working. No, S I A secret. Intelligence, Intelligence agency. agency. <laughs> okay. They're not getting fucking sued, man. So we learned that that guy, that mysterious guy, is Jonathan Cabot's father. And he is another SIA? SIA. SIA agent. And they're like, look, we, only a Cabot can win at the game. Because we learned that the game... Here's, here's the deal, guys. The game... <laughs> if you win the game, the game is an obstacle course. And if you win it's it, it's Ninja Warrior. Yes. It's a various feats of strength and agility. And, and it's cunning. been going on for 900 years. 
and no outsider no has ever won. won in 900 years. And but if you do win, you get a wish. I don't know Whatever what, you want. I don't know what this country's supposed to do because they have nothing. Well, I don't know either. They have the game. They don't and, have oil. Well, what they do have, Griff, is a strategic uh, position because we learn we want it because, we're, of course, we're good and pure. Yes, that's right. We learn that they they we need it for our Star Wars strategic defense initiative that Ronald Reagan made Guys, up. Guys, this is 1985, yeah, so. This didn't really happen. But the whole point was, if they, we put like a, like a radar in this country, we can detect when the Ruskies, the commies, shoot yes. a, off a nuclear weapon, and we can defend ourselves in time. Of course, the so, country of Parmistan, yes. which I'll be going to next year. Yes. I can't wait. Well, I hear I mean, it's beautiful. I think, I think that's bullshit, Griff. I think the real reason why we want to get into Parmistan, because, of course, the only place you can get Parmesan cheese is from Parmistan. Wait, are you kidding me? No, those wheels only, that everybody only, was pushing along with a stick—that was wheels of parmesan. Yeah, it's the only place in the world you can get parmesan. Because Griff, you don't make parmesan cheese; you mine it. And we see, we get they—they they, they call them salt mines because that's to throw people off. That's parmesan mines we see in this movie. You are fuck. Yeah, mine blown. So that's the real reason I so, believe parlay. We've done this great theater of. Projecting what Parley is telling Cabot to get him Pally. prepared. Huh? Parley's his name. It's not Parley. What did I say? You said Parley. Oh, what's his name? Pele? Pally. Pele? Just, just Pally. Pally. Yeah, like, hey, Pally. Oh, hey, Pally. Hey, yeah. Pally. All right. Yeah. Okay, this is fun again. I like this. So, go on. Pally explains all of this so he knows... What his mission is. He needs to get in there, secure the Parmesan cheese, and also Star Wars defense system. Yeah, if, that, if you can work that, work that out, too, great. Yeah, but, but get just, the Parmesan just cheese. Just throw a couple not Parmesan all, cheeses on your Not shoulders. only are we trying to, everybody, Russia's trying, all the countries, the big powers of the world are trying to do the exact same thing. And, of course, our hero, Jonathan MacGyver, is just like, this is going to be really hard. I mean, do we have some kind of inn? And he's like, we have the greatest of inns. Princess... Rubali. Rubali herself, and she steps out, and they... Because she wants... Dick? Well, that, and she wants to, like... She doesn't want to live and wear those fucking mid, Middle Ages clothes anymore. Yeah. She wants she wants a fucking sweet eighty sweater and those I shoes. I mean, she's of yours. wearing a cool eighty sweater right, right. this That's moment. That's the first thing you do when you come to our country. We hand you a sweater. She she's wearing like a leopard print sweater, yeah. gold pants. She's killing it. And we learned she's the daughter of the Khan who runs Parmesan. Yeah, princess. And uh, well, I, that was weird. Why, you think they'd make up a? He's a con. I thought there'd be a different name for it. I know? love that. Okay, I love and, this for two reasons. It's King Con. Love it. But I also love that because one of my a band I really enjoy, who I have to leave the state to see because they're not coming to Detroit. Because nobody comes to Detroit. Nobody anymore. comes to Detroit anymore. King Kong and the Barbecue Show. King Con. The guy calls himself that. Maybe. I wonder if it's a reference to this. Maybe. But we, and they also point out because she's obviously Asian. Well, rumor is her mother was from Indonesia because, of course, the actress. Why? Why do we knew that? Is because, it because he because doesn't look like her? We're going to see a white guy, and we're going to be like, <laughs> "Why is there this like when, Asian woman?" When I watched it the second time, I was like, "That's why they have this <laughs> moment right. in there." 
you know, they explain some shit. So good. And uh, well, he he tells you, John's like John. She's gonna give you the ins and outs of the game. She knows everything about it. Yeah, we're gearing him up for training. But he, well, he's like, look, you can't your gymnastics. Mwah! Fantastic, but that's not going to be enough. What we need to do is to combine gymnastics with karate. What are you talking about? Are you talking about when you started putting booze in Arnold Palmer's to make liquid go? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know, what, know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, I thought I had something. So he's just like, I, I have this idea. It's called gymkata, and I'm a, and all you need. <sighs> All, you've never trained in martial arts at all in your life. All you need is two months. We'll get you. We'll perfect. We'll invent this and perfect this martial art in two months. He points out a window where we see a large black man from Punch Out who's going to teach him how to box, and then a Asian man with a a giant hawk yeah, on his arm. I don't. Falcons are small. I yeah, think. I don't know. So I'm pretty sure hawks it was are majestic, bigger. Majestic, no matter what. It, it was, was a beautiful bird. I fucking. I, I want to. I can't. And like, these guys are going to train you. So we get that sweet uh, training montage. Yeah. We're 10 minutes in the movie. We're going to get a training montage already. I want to point out. I got. Oh. There's a scene where he he's going a handstand upstairs. Don't you think a gymnast could do that? Like, he would. Does he need to train to do that? Dude, I don't. I don't get that scene at all. Because, you know. Thanks for bringing that up. You got you got him. He's failing to get up one step. Right. I can take. That's a guy who never won a gold medal. You can look at him. I ain't no gymnast. I can take eighteen steps on my hands in this same fashion. I could go up four stairs. Got no training. Next time he can't do one stairs. I'm gonna call you out on that. Can't take one. You're gonna call me out on it. What staircase? You're bragging about it. Yeah, I know you don't have a staircase here. But when I see one, I'm gonna go. Let me see you. Yeah, and I'll pop up there and I'll just. I'll I'll fucking grab a skateboard and do an ollie too. Yeah, he looks hopeless. I mean, much like every training montage, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like you just yeah. see Chris's Rubel Rubali. I would say Rubella. She's like looking out the window, disgusted. She's like, oh, he's never going to so do it. She's so disappointed. He is eye fucking. Well, they're kind of eye fucking the shit out of each other. I mean, every time he in between his montage sessions, like he trains with uh, uh, the boxer man. I, what do we want to call him? I don't know. He's barely in it. So who cares? Yeah, really. So when he's training to box, like he's constantly moving his feet. It's like the trainer said, you know, don't have stone feet. So he's constantly like running in place. It just looked awkward to me. I don't. It doesn't seem. All judging by your face uh, reaction there, you didn't notice that. No, I didn't. But all of it was awkward. Looking it was to so awkward. He does a great job of looking awkward. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's what you need to do in the beginning of a training montage. It's true. So he's getting his. Ass handed to him. He's getting knocked down. Leaves. Ru- Rubali's looking out the window. She's just like, oh. nah, can, you know. Yeah, he's coming up. He's got the fucking shit leaves in his hair. He's got dirt like, clumped on know. him. And like, and she's also testing him too. Like, cause she she's never spoken a word yet. Yeah. Again, and like in between all the sessions, he goes back to be like, hey, did you see me out there? And she just gives him the cold shoulder. She or, even... Half the time, he keeps advancing on her because he's like, oh, yeah. look. I read the art of the deal. Grab him by the pussy. So he goes in, and he's constantly trying to make a move on her, and she's constantly pulling out a fucking switchblade on him. Mm-hmm. It was great. I fucking loved it. And then are you going to go into the conversation he has with himself? Uh, we'll get to that, okay. but we're still training. You know, he's met with the boxer. Now he's got to go train with the more spiritual right. uh, Asian trainer. He's, tra- he's the kata part of Jim Oh, Kata's yeah, part. he's got the hawk 
And he's just sitting there. And looking, he's much oh. like Mr. Miyagi, he's making new chores. That's the best way to learn. Wow. Couldn't put it better myself. And but uh, as we what, learn from what every mar- doing, we learn from every martial art movie, training in nature is always the best. Mm-hmm. Do not go to a gym. Do not use any kind of scientific shit. Well, you're doing natural movements. It makes the most sense. Right. So or, he's yeah. He's splitting wood. And uh, that's not a euphemism. He's literally splitting wood. Yeah. The trainer, of course, <laughs> notices that he's paying too close attention to splitting the wood. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get this. Yeah. Instead of yeah. listening to the sound of the, 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 the axe. Do not listen to sound of wood. Meanwhile, I want to point out, he's like petting a, the hawk as he's saying this. I know. It's awesome. There. And he's yeah he's like do not I don't know, used to tell him what I don't even remember what he said it was gobbledygook. You do not listen to wood split. Listen to the axe split air. Axe split. Air. I have a feeling that's going to come into play later on. There, you know, there's three come foreshadows in this movie, <laughs> and you know what, Murray, you are right. That is one of the foreshadows. I don't really get it but yeah well as we but, but as we progress he's getting better but he's finally he beats the black guy in a f- fight yeah and we're getting better and it's like yes and then rumali R- R- rubali she's looking at, she's like smiling out the window i was like i think i could yeah. fuck this guy now. yeah exactly you see her facial reaction starting to uplift and, and then one day he comes down he's he he's like i woke up this morning he's like hey got some coffee and then she just totally blows him off dude no I'm going to set this up. You were asking about it. Okay. So he finally does the handstand completely up the stairs. And we're watching it. And we're watching it from the most interesting angles. This is 1985. Yeah. How do you think they filmed this scene? Because I have to imagine it was well, a I dude saw. hanging over a banister with a camera pointing down. Right down. I, I want to point out, he's wearing the shortest shorts. One of his balls is like constantly hanging out because that's how short I mean, his shorts are. My shorts currently <laughs> are going down about three inches from my danger zone. His were basically grabbing his danger zone. <laughs> you could see, uh, you could, you see you, up his shorts. You see his ball sack. You, you see a sack <laughs> for sure. And, yeah. uh, and we're, you getting know, a, we're getting a sack eye view or a... <laughs> Balls eye view? I don't know. Front row view? I don't know. I don't know. We're, so, we're seeing everything. Asian trainer is just like, yes, you're splitting the air. You're not worrying about the wood. Put the wood away. Let's go. And he gets all the way up the stairs. You know, he high fives, and then he comes down. And yeah, now we right. know he officially, he's master Jim Cotta. Exactly. He went up 12 steps. He, he did a handstand upstairs. <laughs> so, yeah, he, you were right about the coffee, though. He's ready for a nice cup of the old Joe. And he runs into Princess Rebella, and she's just being a cold-hearted bitch, like usual. Playing hard to get. She's playing really hard to get. So, you know, uh, uh, young MacGyver. She's the princess, after all. Yeah. I mean, Cap, you can't just give it away. Cab starts conversation with her. He's just like, hey, princess, how you doing on this beautiful day? Like, uh, He's going to suck. Why don't we get a cup of coffee and go out on the deck and watch a hawk fly? She doesn't say anything. So what does he do? Does a little just slap flip, and he starts talking he's to himself. He's facing backwards. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. We're just seeing that beautiful mullet, and he talks to himself in a high pitch. He's just like, "Oh, hi, Jonathan. I'm doing okay. Your balls are looking really good today. I saw I saw one fall out." So basically, 
he's cut to the chase. He's having a conversation. The conversation he wishes he could have with her, with himself. Yeah. And she, but she's loving it. Like him oh, doing the flips. It's hilarious. Jim, Jim Cotta. He is putting Jim Cotta on full display in front of her. And she's right. like, he's ready. He is so ready. So finally, he moves in, grabs her by the pussy, and she is. She pulls out a knife. And then Click. he's like, "Oh right, don't trust anybody. I'm gonna take my chances here." And that's on, and then she uh, hurls the knife right at the wall, and then yeah. they just fucking go they, to bone they, town. They take it to the bedroom. And doesn't she give like a massage or something? Something. Well, I I I don't know if the this after play comes before after because then they go to like briefing with uh, Parley again. Pally. Pally again. They have a parlay with Palais. <laughs> they go to briefing with Palais. It's, just, it's written right here, Palais. But, hey, yeah. I'm too busy talking, man. <laughs> okay. We get the breakdown, what, what you're going to do. I got this dossier, everything you're going to need to know. You notice how he like expects everyone to read it for him? Like, yeah. He expected the other guy. Because they're going, they can't, you can't just, this is what I didn't get, all right? It's an open invitation to the game. Somehow you have to sneak in the country. Well, that that's the thing. It's just like uh, now with the sanctions we have on countries, it's like we can't just fly to places. Sometimes you do, but like, every there's, everyone knows he's an American agent. Like what? What's what's the subterfuge here? What are you talking like, about? He's not an American agent. He's a gymnast. But he, we, everybody knows he's working. Everyone knows they're working for their own country. Everybody it's, knows it's a charade. Everybody Patrick knows that say. Zamir is trying to overthrow King Khan. No one knows about who's coming in, though. They let anybody in there. If you sneak in, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, Why, they let everybody in, yet they don't. Maybe let they don't have an in. airport. I I think this is called padding the movie because <laughs> they have to sneak in. They have to they they go to Turkey to the city of Karabal on the Caspian Sea, and we know that because they mention it a lot of times. And in fact, while uh, Pally is trying to brief Cabot on it. He's too busy making googly eyes with uh, the princess. And so he's like, did you hear a word I said? Yeah. Cavill. Caspian Sea. Be there. Well, it's actually Caraball. Oh, okay. Whatever. But he he was so in the pussy fog, he said Caraball. Right. And so they they cut to Caraball on the Caspian Sea, as it says right across the screen. It it says right across the boat, (laughs) the screen. We meet their contact, the Colonel something. I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter. And he's got everything they need. He has their. He's like the Q of yeah. some James Bond. He's got all their weapons. Because you can't even sneak weapons into Parmesan. I mean, they. It was they did give him a knife. It was just a knife <laughs> gun. <laughs> yeah, it was nonsense. And he's got <laughs> all this shit you're supposed to read. And uh, they're like, yeah, that's great, but I want to get a little sense of the flavor of Carball. So we're yeah. going to go out to the bazaar Let's, in the middle of yeah, the night. Yeah, we want to go to town. And they're like, all right, well, I'll give you some security because they hate Americans here. Yeah, that's right. And this is like everything they, they try to tell uh, Americans. It's like, no, you can't go there. Say you're they, Canadian. They hate us there. Say you're Canadian. That's all you got to do. People usually want to ask you, like in my travel experience, like, what's going on over there? But they're not like, I hate you. And I have a feeling that's a lot of places. They're just like, man, you have fucking terrible leadership. Um, so he gets over there, and immediately people in the bazaar start pushing him around. Oh, well, they first go, hey, you American in a very jovial hey, way. you with the 80s sweater. Yeah. 
can Bill Cosby. You American, yeah. And then as soon as he's like, oh wow, this guy's a friend. Yeah, I'm American. He like punches him in the jaw. He spits on him. Spits on him. That's what he does. Oh, it's so disrespectful. And well, it didn't help that he was wearing an American flag like total outfit. It was like, yeah, and a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Mm. But mm. you got to be you. You be you, man. He, Cabot turns to I. I don't even know one of the security guards who was with him. He just like. Man, this guy just shit on me because I was American. He's like, well, we did tell you. Americans like, yeah, aren't really appreciated here. They don't like us. Mid-sentence, <laughs> his security guard gets fucking shot with an arrow, right? Well, I thought it was a spear. Was it a spear? I thought it was a spear, yeah. You know what? It Let's was, go for spear. It was hardcore. So, already, Jonathan oh, Cabot loose, man. has to cut into action because he has caught the people who, uh, like, he noticed the people who threw the spear, maybe shot the arrow. Projectile weapon. And he is charging after them, which leads us to this dark alley. Thank God there's a high bar bar beam right between. There's tons of tiny alleys. Yeah, it's a very tiny alley, like maybe uh, six inches leeway on your shoulder length. Right, and so he's like, well, when in Rome. So he leaps up, grabs that bar, starts doing these fucking great Just getting crazy momentum. And he starts kicking the shit out of everybody, even a guy who's just riding his bike. Dude, I... He would have either a broken his ankles because he does not train like Tung Po trains. He does not have <laughs> solid ankles, or yeah, those people's jaws like would have just like flown off their bodies. And he, he so and now we I go well, I don't think you're helping the cause for America when you kick a total stranger in the face. But hey, it happens, you know. He, the guy was walking while Cabot was doing his fucking thing. Yeah. So he knocks the dude out. He's like, hey, you okay? He's nice enough to say, hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm gonna the leave biker. you here. Yeah, and he he runs back to find Princess Rubella, and he sees the other conspiracy guy. He's got his throat slashed. He's dead. Yeah, and there's like a note. Isn't there a note for like Rubella's like been taken? It was something like that. It was just like somebody was like, "Oh, the thugs took him." So you know, he goes back to his uh, salt parmesan warehouse. Right. And he's talking with the contact there, and he's just like, well, look, it's too late. You got to go, man. And he's like, no, I got to go save her. So you can count on two people when I get back. And John heads out. Well, they let him know this guy's a friend of Zemir. It's a terrorist cell yes, in this ter- town. Yeah. And these guys are working with Zemir, and that's probably they want to they want to kidnap the princess so they can get some sh- you know, shit from the con. So he's like, all right, where are they at? Well, this is where they hang out. So he makes a beeline for that. And then, I mean, tell you how, much, how like commies these people are. Is Fidel Castro with one eye is one of the henchmen, and he just yeah. beats the shit out of him, beats him up with a fire extinguisher. He's just like it's it's like the game Kung Fu, the old uh, Nintendo <laughs> game, <laughs> where he has to go up levels. There's a midget flies at him. He's fucking throwing knives. Takes care of everybody. He thinks he takes care of Fidel Castro because he, he's finally going to meet the big boss, the final boss. Yeah, and Rebella's in the room, and the guy—he's he, this guy doesn't fight. He's got an AK, like an AK forty-seven. Yeah, and he's all nervous and chicks. He doesn't know how to fight. Just he's about to enter the room. Fidel comes up, grabs him. They're struggling. Fucking the guy hears noise on the other side of the room. He freaks out to start shooting. Fortunately, he hits Fidel Castro. Fortunately, then our man Cabot busts in, kicks the shit out of this guy. All right, Rebella, let's get out of here. We got a mission to do. We got to run, and. You know, I always complain about car chases. 
This is a street chase for five to forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's and so it's like long. they're going down the same alley every they're, time. Yeah, the same alley. They're bumping into people. Cab is apologizing for bumping into people. people giving are them shooting at them. Giving them small gifts. People are shooting. There's constantly whenever they stop. And you and it's like okay, someone's gonna shoot at them, and I know this because there's liquor bottles and various glass bottles behind them, <laughs> and so every time they stop and you see glass bottles, you're like okay, they're gonna be shot at, right. and then sure enough, the glass bottles all break. Where are they? Where do they go? I thought the glass bottles would shatter and stab them and kill them. They're, go- they're, they're like, gone. They're oh, gone. Let's go this way. Let's go that way. This way. That way. This way. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's a Looney Tune, and it ends with a car crashing. Car flips over. Yeah, the police get involved. They basically start kind of thwarting the villains, and so and that's it, people. John, they just John, go back to the salt, the Parmesan mine. Well, that makes sense. They go back to Parmesan, but there's mine. no like, there's no end. It's like they run around. They don't beat anybody up. Like what was? I mean, it was a rescue mission, so I, w- I, w- I was okay with that. It was like well, I didn't need five ten minutes of it. You're right about that. They just had to pad this out. You know, I would have been fine if this was an hour and 15 movie <laughs> instead of hour 30, and they just padded that out. But, you know, they wanted to show that. He didn't do any gymnastics during that, so it, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. He should. Well, there wasn't any powder available, because you notice his hands were nice and powdered <laughs> while he was doing <laughs> when, uh, he, when he goes in the high bar on the fight, uh, like 10 minutes earlier that we were talking about, yeah, his hands are subtly powdered. I think where he got, speaking of Tong Po, I think he got the powder because Tong Po was kicking the side of a building and there was some, yeah. some cement residue. Just, just some extra residue. He just, just went, so he just you know. went there and licked his hands, patted it in there. Yeah. So they go back to the salt mine and uh, the colonel, McCollum, he's just like, what are you, what are you doing here? And they're like, well, we're going to the mission. But all of our stuff is impacted. And then the colonel just whips out a gun. Just like, guys, the thing is, I'm going to kill you. And just as luck would have it, our buddy Pally, our pal Pally shows up. Pally pal. Fucking annihilates this guy, guns him down. This guy flies through like the little office building they have in the salt yeah. mine. You see the dummy actually get thrown through a door, 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 doorway? Yeah. Door frame? Door. Door. Yeah, door. And he's like, hey, he's like, always the hard way. Always the hard way. And then he's like, you got a bone up on your reading and get the fuck out of here. So, so they hit the raft. Well, they hit a, they do a donkey ride first, like Grand Canyon donkey yeah, ride. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then because you got to go to hell and high water to get into Parmistan. It's, it's like they're 200 miles away. Dude, then, it's the finest cheese that America knows. Exactly, man. Cuz it's they're, they're like they're like Switzerland, they're surrounded by mountains. Exactly. Yeah. You're killing it with the details. Yeah. Just killing them. Yeah. That's what I do. And we get river raft rides like in the rapids, and we see while they're going they finally they get to a like a not un, I don't know what I'm going to say, unrapid. <laughs> rapid part. <laughs> Un- unrapid. Slowly rapid. <laughs> And we see these ninjas, sad ninjas. They're not. They're, they're they're executioners. They look like El Duce from the Mentors, if you know who he is. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, funny you should ask because he. <laughs> they're the inventors of something they call. I don't call it this. They call it rape rock. Is what they invent. What? Yeah. And they were just their whole shtick was being super offensive, and they wore executioner masks, which is what these guys are oh, wearing. Oh, okay. And a little fun fact: El Duce, the lead singer, was offered. He claims Courtney Love offered him ten grand to kill Kurt Cobain, 
And then after he said that, like he mysteriously died right after he revealed that tid. Whoa! I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Courtney Love had him killed. That's all I'm saying. And Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they look like El Duce with uh, Whippet Devo Whippet helmets on those red. Helmets. Some of them do. Some of them don't have the helmets, but some of them do have the the, the, the power domes on. And they're like this lurking, and there's like you know. The Cabot and Rubella finally come up to some land. They get out, and the ninjas just fucking swarm them. Dogpile their ass. So we get to see some Jinkata in full action. 45 right. minutes of it. He's just he's constantly going into somersaults, doing these crazy barrel kicks into people's chests. Yeah. Again, the stunt work actually is kind of cool. Cool, but a little sloppy, I found. Maybe it was because there's so many fucking dead leaves on the ground. That's true. You couldn't find your footing because you're constantly slipping over all these dead leaves. I mean, if there's any movie that could use a reboot, it's Jim Cotter. Like, if you could really perfect, like, these kind of moves. Well, yeah. I mean, I pitched it to you. I said, hey, what if we uh, did Judo Kata? Judo Kata? Judo Kata. And put uh, Ronda Rousey in there. I would like that. I would see that movie. I mean, I want to age this thing back I mean, she's not doing anything right now. I want to age it back to, like, early 2000s, though. I want to have whatever style Spice Girls were still in back then, I think. I want her in a Spice Girls shirt. Like, I'm going to... Anyways. Yeah. So, everybody is captured, and Cabot, after beating everybody's asses for 10 minutes straight, finally gets a blackjack to the back... Of his moment. He was a sock full of quarters. Yeah. And he's knocked out. Comes to fucking toothless crazy broad oh, fawning man. over him. F- f- and he's like, hey, stop sexually harassing me. And she she acknowledges him. His, she acknowledges his, his truth. She sees For his truth. Minute. And she backs off. And Zamir shows up. And he's just like, hey, what's going on? Nothing. It's a very bro kind of talk. Nothing really. Yeah. Any... It's game recognized. It's like game gauging. Gamesmanship. Game. Yeah. And he's like, I'm kind of like the cock of the walk here, kid. Yeah. Watch it. And then I'm, I'm the con's right-hand man. You know? You dig? And then. Flicks the earring. <laughs> throws back the scorpion tail. And, he's, and then kind of, he's like basically marking his territory. Yeah. And he walks out. Well, well, he explains the game to him. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, here's what's going to happen. You got a three-mile run, a little bit of a rope climb. Why does the Khan just explain the game? Because Khan has that great like, oh, yeah, top- you're right. topographical map. You're right. Zamir, Zamir does leave him, and he's just like, hey, bro, good luck. And then that oh, wow. toothless wench, <laughs> she starts patting him on the face again. Yeah, and, and he's like not into it. And then he's like, he relents. He's he relents. Like, do it. Do whatever you want to do to me. Uh, yeah. I haven't had sex in like three days. Yeah. I'm into it. And the he, princess won't mind. Yeah. And, well, I mean, ugly women he love too, man. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Maybe. And so, yeah. So then. Uh, next next day, I guess. Sure. We got to go. Like, we hear all about the agenda. We've got. We, we meet all the people who are going to be competing in the contest. Yeah. The game. Yeah. We, we hear that there's going to be a prisoner release. One, I think this is the same day, and then the next day there is the game, and then a wedding. Yes. There's After, a, okay. I'm sorry. There's a prisoner release this day, and then um, there's a banquet. It's like a demo. Y- yeah. The prisoners. There's the the prisoner, aka demo, 
then the banquet, and then ap- the next day there the is game, the game, and, and then, then the, the wedding, the marriage of Zamir yes. and Rubai. Okay, we're clear. So the con like breaks it down. He lets everybody know what the game is. He's like, start out. You got three mile run. Oh my god, there's a beautiful model of yes. everything. By yeah, the way, is, is it called is it called a topographical map? I don't know what the proper. I think topographical word. means it's two D. This is like a, a, a diorama. Okay, I I don't know how to better explain that, but it is a three D map of what they go through. There's oh, it's so beautiful. Like three mile run through some corn stalks. Yes. Then you do the rope climb, like two hundred feet. You climb the side of this mountain. Oh cliff. yes. Then you do the rope bridge. Yes. Then you go through village of the crazies where we keep all crazy people. And then you do it, and they're like, what, what, what? Yeah. Village. He's like, don't worry about it. We just are criminally insane. We're very humane. We just keep them outside of our, yeah. our city of Parmistania. The south. And and so they're like, okay. And then another five-mile jog, and you're calm clear. You win. <laughs> and after that, we're going to have a wedding with Zemir and Rubel. And they're like, okay, that sounds good. And uh, Rubel's like, What? And he's like, "Honey, come on! He's a good guy. I like him." She make- she knew she knew the bill. She wasn't too no, she, surprised. No, she was shocked by it because she was did, she yes because I don't remember it. Yeah, they just they just threw out a wedding on her because she's in love with fucking Jonathan. So well, she's all like, I remember Zim. is Cabot's face, and he's asking Gomez, one of the other uh, competitors in this game. He's like, "Hey, have you seen Thorg? Where's Thorg? I want to meet Thorg. Let's." Where's fucking Thor? <laughs> and they're like, Thor doesn't show up for this shit. Short shows up when the game is ready to be played. So we're all like a Twitter, like, who is this Thorg character? Yeah. And so cut get- to the banquet. No, this is the prisoner breakout. Oh, you're right. Come on. Come on. You're we right. just went over I want to point out. This is very nice of the con to give him, like everyone a demo. Like he doesn't, you don't go into this game cold. You know everything that's yeah. going to happen. No, he, he put out the map to them. He's like, here's everything you're going to do. There's going to be people to tell you when you go out of bounds because you have to stay yes. fucking in bounds. Because all those uh, executioner ninjas have, they're like refs. They have flags to let you know. Because if you go off the beaten path, they'll kill your ass. They, <laughs> they don't just say, hey. They're not like fucking Gene LaBelle last week. Did yeah. I get that right? Yeah. Uh, where he just goes, uh, that's not, you can't do that. No, they fucking kill you on the right. spot. But, hey, it's very well marked out. They have all these ninjas with flags that are pointing yeah. you in the right direction. It's, it's all up and above. It, it is above grade. So, yeah, they released. So they let everyone know how, like, you know, if you can't imagine it, we're going to let you, we're going to show you what the game is by releasing some political prisoners. Of course, so, they're... In shackles, by their neck, tied to a cement wall. Right. And... They all uh, have, like, fake beards. It's, yeah, yeah. The beards were nuts. Why yeah. Why the fake beard? Halloween USA but, beard. <laughs> but uh, the con himself cuts all of their rope, leash, collar yeah, things. Sets, releases the hounds. To release all the prisoners, three they, of them. They give them, like, a five-minute start, head start. Yeah. Because all the chasers ride horses. It's kind of really unfair. It is incredibly unfair. So they set them loose... In the cornfield, children of the corn, and I think one of them gets killed. Who cares? One of them gets killed in the cornfield. Yeah, one of them gets killed. Well, this, this is important. Uh, we got to point out one of the uh, prisoners. Two of them. They, one gets immediately up the cliff face on the rope. The other one is like halfway up, and a ninja pulls out a bone arrow and kills the guy. 
and then someone another ninja immediately kills that ninja. Yeah, and like J- Jonathan's like, what? Yeah. what the they, fuck um, just happened? They made all the participants in the game for tomorrow join them to right. see how it works out. And yeah, and uh, Jonathan's Z- very worried about it. Zamir's like, well, here's the thing: you can't. We're not allowed to shoot you if you're in the process of climbing up this rope ladder. It's unfair. It's yeah, you know, I'll. We'll shoot you when you're on the rope bridge, but we will not shoot. I know that's why I didn't get. Like it's a, it's so unfair to do that. But when you're on I the rope bridge, all bets was, are off. Wasn't that the point where the guy acts like kills one of the prisoners, and then the guard who killed the prisoner gets killed? No, I think what it is, I think they because that happens. It, but when? I think what happens is if I think say you got a mix. If, no, if you were on. If you climbed up, if you climbed up the rope when they were climbing up the cliff face, you could kill somebody on the rope. It's just you can't just be like easy pickings on the ground because what happens is when they go on the rope bridge, the guy climbs halfway across the rope bridge himself. In the one case, yeah, the ninja. But can- again, there is a moment where, and I I swear it's for the prisoners. One of the guards, one of the uh, defense people, kills a prisoner, and then the guard who killed the prisoner gets killed. And John then just like, yeah, what the I explained f- that. <laughs> yeah, I did, did that. You? I said that five minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. He gets killed by another ninja, right? Because okay. he broke the rules. Because you're not supposed to hit somebody while they're climbing up the okay. rope. But when you're on the rope bridge, all bets are off, apparently. All bets are off. You do whatever you fucking And want. so that's when the third one gets killed. Because I think if you, like I said, if you climb up on the, if you're on the bridge, you can kill the guy. You just can't stand from on, like, either side of the ground. Unless you're Zamir. Unless you're Zamir. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, yeah, he's going to be uh, the king of... Parmistan. Parmistan. Uh, the Khan of Parmistan. I don't even know what kind of Martin Scarelli kind of shit I'll pull on Parmesan if he gets control. I don't know either. And so we know the game. We all know. We're all... We know what's going to happen. So time for Banquet! Yes, we get some. Banquet. We get some great net fighting. I don't know what the fuck was going on. The guys, the guys yeah. are on horseback with butterfly nets, like I mean, dunking on each other. You got yeah, you got net fights. You got fucking Zappa in there. He's just shredding. It's like where did they get that? Guitar th- was it from? Gomez that was kicking the cymbals? Like some guy had cymbals and like he was kicking. Dude, that was Chachi straight out of Joni Lowe's Chachi, oh. man. That and was nuts. Everyone's just having a good old time. Fucking uh, Zamir's got. The subtlest but greatest pet gel on. I put a picture of him in this scene on IG. You get to see the earring. You get to see the little fucking scorpion tail. I think this is where they announce the wedding because this is where they announce the wedding. Yeah, Uh, you hear a fucking gong go off. Well, no, what you hear is it goes. Dun, 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 dun. And then fucking Macho Man Randy Savage just appears. It's Thor. He doesn't arrive yet. Yakmala yeah. arrives first. Cause Who Thor... the fuck's Yakmala? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Khan <laughs> arrives first and does his whole speech. Khan, like, Jonathan is so eager to meet Thorg, and he's asking everybody during the banquet. It's like at the end, after he learns everything, after the side routine we're going to go okay. into. You're so excited about Thor, and I get it because he's great. I get it, but no, he—I don't okay. even think he shows so, up until so, yeah. So all through the fucking uh, uh, banquet, Rubella and, J- and Jonathan are eye fucking each other, and of course, Samir picks up on this, so he's like, "I gotta mark my territory again." 
So he gets up the best way he can. He pulls out his size, and he just starts. <laughs> all these twirls and shit. All of them. You got you got a man with just a little snare drum, and they're just fucking destroying. Everybody is loving it. The all the. Ugly women there are taking their tops <laughs> off. The ugly hermit men are taking their little. I think that's little... why they had to ship out like a wife from Indonesia because all the women are ugly in Pakistan. So yeah, the con's like, I ain't marrying one of these ugly bitches. Yeah, so, so there's dicks and tits everywhere <laughs> because. What the... <laughs> well, yeah, everyone took their jock straps oh, off because God, man, yeah. when you hear a drum roll on a side routine like that, you're just like fucking shit. And this is finally. Does he like, hurl, doesn't he hurl the size at Jonathan? Like, like yeah, like, he right. sticks him right next to his face. So Jonathan's like, "Hey, put your hardware back in your pants." And then uh, uh, Samir goes hmm, and flicks his fucking dagger earring and walks so, off. So Jonathan's already down, and this is when Thorg finally shows yeah. up. You hear the fucking pomp and circumstance music, yeah. and then you hear, "Ooh yeah, roll around, coming here. Where are my slim jeans, brother?" And then it's like, holy shit, Jonathan's like, John, yeah, he was like already adrenaline rush from, uh, you know, Zamira coming after him. But now he's like, Thorg. Oh, he's I love Thorg. He's got the Thorg. fucking headband on. He's got the wraparound shades. He's got that fucking dry haystack hair. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. oh yeah. yeah. And then he comes up to the bank, because he's going to be at the head of the table, because everyone expects him to win the game. Even, even fucking Khan is like, Thorg. <laughs> Oh, thank you. It's like, macho man, how, how nice of you to come. Oh, can uh, I feed you come. some grapes? <laughs> and then, Jonathan, this is like his idol. I don't know why. We I don't, don't have we, any. Yeah, they have nothing in common. I've been but, watching you since Munich. And he put, yeah, and he put, like, what is this guy? Was he a gymnast too? Like, I, mean, I don't get it at all. Because he's huge. He does not I mean, have a gymnast Jonathan body. Jonathan is like five feet tall, and this guy's like 6'12". But he's also as wide as anybody. And he's got those sweet moccasins on. Dude, those moccasins. Yeah, he's got the fucking, Ooh. he's got the, uh, uh, who the fuck, what was uh, Big Trouble in China? What's his character? Oh, uh, oh God, I don't know. I can't, uh, I can't Jack's, pull it. Jack, oh, fuck. We should be ashamed of ourselves. At the end of the episode, we'll think of it. <laughs> yeah. And he comes in, and like Jonathan puts his hand on, pleasure to meet you. And then he goes, Puts and then Macho Man puts his hand out and then whips it away. He does the old disc where he combs his hair with his <laughs> hand. Like, Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Steals his fucking chicken leg right off his plate. <laughs> fucking eats all the meat and throws the bone right in his face. And Jonathan accepts it because he's the Macho Man. Dude. So he just looks back at the prince and he's like, "Rumph, ha, rumph, ha, rumph." And so it's like time to hit the sheets and go to bed because we got we got we got the game tomorrow, guys. So he Jonathan's like, wait, I gotta I gotta talk to the princess. I don't know. I don't remember why he has to. Well, he wants to explain to her. Look, I I have collected intelligence, and she was there for this <laughs> intelligence briefing. Your dad is Zamir is trying to overthrow your dad. We've already been briefed on this. She's already been briefed on this. Earlier in the movie. Right. And she just like, I know I've been trying to tell him he won't listen to She's me. Like, yeah, was, the young people, the, the the 20s, I think she called them. Yeah, the 20th people. century. Well, she I think she calls the people the 20s because yeah, they're yeah, in their you're 20s. Right. You're right, the 20s. And because the young people, they want the rock and roll and the Cosby sweaters. We don't want to dress like a, a surf from the 19th you know, the yeah. ninth century. 
and you know we don't want the game. And he's like, okay, I dig it. So we're just getting a little exposition. A that little there's, bit. there's like an uprising. There's people who don't want Zamir to get control. Yeah. And he's warning her. He's like, yes, he's, he's ready to kill your dad and take control. So, you know, we, 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 we cut that. We Whatever. Whoever They go. They get their eight hours. They're ready for the game tomorrow. They're meeting in this, the Kingdom Square where the competition's going to begin. They're all lining up. They got the nice... The the nice rope there that they have to cut through to you know start the race. Everybody's they got the trumpeteers up, doing the stretching. Yup, just running in place and all that. Cab standing next to Jack Thor. Burton was the name of the character from from uh, Jack Burton. Good job. I knew we were gonna yeah. get it. Um, Cab's warming up his legs. And Thorg's right next to him, and he's like, "Hey, may the best man win." And Thorg spits in his eyes, just like I'm gonna fucking. So, yeah, brother, the best man will win. Me! So the horns go off. They take off. Thorg immediately trips Cab and just starts fucking kicking him in the town square. Dicked a steel chair to him. It's amazing. I, I, the crowd was going absolutely nuts. You hear fucking, uh, what's that announcer's name? Thorg! Oh, that bastard Thorg. Oh, he can't do this. The ref needs to call the match. The ref needs to call the match. Mean but Gene Okran one? But a court, Mean Gene. Well, no, he's uh, back. I'm thinking yeah. of the. Yeah, and then right. Gorilla Monsoon? Sure. Uh, so, you know, John, he's a young kid, so he gets back up. He's got a broken rib or two, but he carries on. As soon as he crosses, like, the gates for the castle, Samir is like, okay, boys, let's go out. And Khan is like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's about to experience the wrath of Khan. Yeah. Well, apparently the Wrath of Khan is not very fierce. Yeah, because he's a bitch. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? No? Yes? Well, Zamir is like, all right, we gave him 30 seconds. Time to go. She's supposed to give him five minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pulling that out of my ass. I don't know how long it is. I think and, it, it, and was, it was at Khan's Khan's like, but, but Zamir, I get to say when you can go. And he's just Ugh. like blowing him off. Like, meh. And then he's like, oh, harumph. And then he, he goes pouts and goes to his like uh throne so we get a scene they're running through cornfields it's very not exciting and then we get to the rope finally our boy gomez and some asian guy immediately scale up it like it's nothing our buddy cabot he starts he's he's like it's nothing too he's like actually doing the thing or like uh what's his face did last week where he's got his legs straight while he's pulling himself up he's showing oh yeah off. he did a complete l uh with his legs spread out uh we do need to mention that while they're climbing up one of the fucking uh contestants gets shot with an arrow okay yeah he doesn't he doesn't matter he's a nobody he, exactly he is a nobody but so they're all standing around, but still somehow Cabot manages to get up. But it's he's so fast, and he's got that V. He's halfway L up. Zamir shows up. He's like, I'll show you. Yeah, give me that torch. The guy who shot the la- like, uh, I, I I don't know who who it was Hungarian guy. He's like, oh no no no, put your arrows down, and he pulls out a, a torch. Yeah, and he yeah. lights Cabot's rope on fire. And he's this like. Is, fucking drench it in like kerosene because that fucking rope goes up in, like in a second but not enough for our boy cabot he gets up just in time and then zamir's like i'll get you next time and so now we're getting to the dreaded horizontal rope and yes. we've already watched uh we get um torg the asian yeah 
Asian guy, the only one doing it smartly, using his legs. And I think Gomez. Gomez get, too, yeah, yeah, Gomez gets crossed there too because Gomez gets killed here. Oh, one of them gets alert. killed. Is it Gomez? No, Gomez does not get killed, and neither does the Asian guy. I, I think know, it's just someone, a generic, another generic. Another guy. generic. So yeah. we'll call him Jenny. He Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. He crosses. And uh, actually, he's like the last one. So well, you get, there, well I, I want to point. This isn't really necessary, but I want to point out. There's a scene when Cabot gets to the top of the the cliff face. He goes to one of the rafts. And like, that's not that's fair. You can't kill anybody. You can't shoot anybody. Kill them. And the ref's like, I didn't see anything. Yeah. And then I'm glad you brought that up because it's so funny because this sets out a precedent where Cabot is constantly complaining to the 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 the. the Pylons and everything, the judges or whatever they're supposed to be, the refs. constantly complaining yeah. to them. Like, not fair. This isn't fair, guys. Can you please stop him? So, unmarked guy. I should. I should. Jenny from the block. I should say Gomez, splattered on Targo, the and uh, fucking what's his name? They all cross, no problem. And then finally, Jenny crosses. He gets to the other side. He's pulling himself up, and one of the guards on the other side. Takes a giant two-handed sword and just fucking chops him. Goes throwing down. You get another dummy fog. <laughs> Thud. Really loud. Thud. And then <laughs> this was like, <laughs> you think they can make it a little more exciting because Cabot's literally five feet away from the cliff face. And that's when Zamir decides to cut the rope. Like, if he was in the middle, at least it'd be kind of exciting. Like, yeah. maybe he'll get smashed on the rocks. No, he just goes, blip. And just lands on the fucking side of the cliff face right. and climbs up. It's like fuck you, Zamir. So yeah, of course, as soon as uh, John makes it across, the guy with the sword tries to cut him. He gives him a nice high roundhouse kick in the back of the head. Throws the, him. The off. guard falls into you know the fucking Another gorge. Great thud. Yep. And so now, okay, so there's only four guys left. Asian guy, who I'm gonna call Ricky Steamboat for purposes for later on. For right now, apparently. Gomez and Macho Man, because Macho Man goes, I remember when you beat me in WrestleMania 3, brother. Well, that ain't going to happen here. And then they have a rematch, a WrestleMania 3 rematch, Ricky Steamboat versus Macho Man. Right there on the dead leaves and the dirty ground. And fortunately, there's a boulder that uh, that Macho Man gets on. He does the fucking elbow on. Dude, it's a beautiful elbow. And he just breaks fucking Ricky Steamboat's neck. Oh, my God. Goes, it was Snap into the gym. You just see a guard in the background. He's standing in the distance, like over a waterfall, with his flag held out and, and everything. And he goes, "Nice." He, well, his arms up. lower because he's just like, "Wow, my hero is Ricky the Steamboat." Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He's not Ricky, the Steamboat. Okay, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, you just yeah, that's exactly what somebody who's your, your hero. You go, my hero. I don't know his name, but that was a beautiful <laughs> shot, though. He's like up on that boulder yeah. in the middle of the and river. His arms slower as like I felt his sadness. So there's only three guys left, man. Of course, Cabot saw this happen. Well, he uh, gets there in time to check his pulse, look uh, up, and see Tar Th- Thorg, Thorg, who is just like eyeing him, like yeah, I killed him, You're- brother. Time to die, brother. So they both take off into the distance. Well, I thought they had a little... No, they have a little fight. They but, Well, they take off. The camera picks back up a second later. And Cabot, he knows he's outgunned. He's outmatched. This guy's twice his size. So he's using... He's like hiding between the trees for the middle of the forest. Yeah. And suddenly... He's like splitting wood. He just remembers that. He hears it. And he just ducks right the right moment. 
Lord, as you know, arrow comes flying through the air, hits her boy, Thorg. Yep. John ducks out of the way. Just not An arrow meant for Cabot, but he saw her yeah. the splitting of the air. Yeah, exactly. He's not listening for the axe splitting. He's listening for the air. And Thorg gets hit. Oh, yeah. Thorg and we're goes. like, Thorg's dead, right? Yeah. Maybe. Wow. It's spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler at all. I said maybe. It's a it's a heavy tease, and he takes so uh, Cabot takes off and he find, he sees. You, you get a shot of Zamir with the archery group he has. There's like forty five archers up on this hill. You, you they have a perfect shot at him. They could kill Cabot any second now. But he's like no 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 no. He's got to go to the village, village the village of the damned. Let's let them go. AKA the village of the crazies. They kind of change the name every time. Murray, hear it. this is probably one of the greatest cinematic scenes it's not ever. One of it is the greatest. This is the greatest. Scene. Yeah, I'm going to call it the greatest cinematic scene. This is I, the I'm highlight s- of the movie. I'm if you, if you want, if somebody asks you, explain Golden Globe's theater to me. Just go watch this scene <laughs> from Jim Cotta, and it will all become clear. I. This is what we're about, this scene. If a real director had done this scene, people would be like, this is genius. This is absolute genius. But because it was like a nobody, people are like, this is the most asinine. (laughs) It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Seriously, if Scorsese did it, people would be like, think about what it means about society. Instead, people call it bullshit. Let's talk people through this. Let's go through this. This is a scene. If you've seen, everyone remembers the scene. So it's a walled city. There's this one little entranceway to get in. Our boy Cabot gets in. As soon as he gets in, fucking metal grate goes down, seals him in. Seals him in. Because these people are crazy, but they're crazy like a fox. It, it, it's they're like, geni- they have genius. They have traps everywhere in the city. Everywhere. It's like this beautiful old Renaissance castle. Like it, It's wonderful. You'd love to take a tour through it's it. It's probably the exact same set from when they were running through the alleyways in the first half of the movie. Probably. Uh, and so he, you know, you just get Cabot. He's all alone. It's dead silent. He's like, Villas are the crazy. There's nobody here. Mm-hmm. Notice it. Well, he kind of notices it. He notices the goat, which yeah. I like how they replace the normal pit, bog, pit bull <laughs> chain goat. to, you know, a bathroom stall yeah, with uh, a goat. goat to an but it, urinal. it happens to be kind of resembling of something. <laughs> we, we, won't, we can't quite figure it out <laughs> yet, but... You know, maybe I thought it was just some kind of avant-garde art piece. Yeah, right yeah, there, yeah, really. Town Square. But maybe we'll figure it out later. But for now, and Cabot just he does, keeps... He, he just, then he just hears these little giggles. <laughs> you start hearing the cackling, <laughs> the giggling. Warriors come out and play. The bottles clacking. And he's like, oh, shit. And is, he, is, it, is this when he finds Gomez? Uh, or did something happen? Not Gomez. He's, uh, one guy comes out with a scythe and starts slashing at him. Yeah, he's got like a sickle. And this is a uh, sickle, yeah. And this is the first person he meets in this whole town. He's been hearing the chittering, but this is the first person. And Cabot's holding his own. So this guy he doesn't just, want to hurt this guy. He's like, this guy's mentally ill. I can't uh, yeah. hurt him. So the 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 attacker is getting just infuriated by uh, not being able to land a blow. So eventually he hits the cement wall. He's upset. Grabs onto this like <laughs> drain uh, pipe. Great pipe, and they cuts his <laughs> arm off. Well, he's a, it's a village of crazies, and so Cabbage is like, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going." Yeah, I'm gonna uh, get out of here. So he's wandering through the town. He's hearing more crazy laughter and everything. He turns the corner. This is where he sees Gomez. 
pitchfork. Into a wall with like pitchforks. Oh man! And it's like, ah, oh, damn. Gomez was he's one. He's a good guy. Yeah, and it's him. like as he sees him, he backs up and he backs himself up into like a corner. And this is where a bunch of like women, they kind of look like that tongueless woman that was yeah. sleuthing him yeah. earlier. Yeah. Women, uh, women are really handsy in Parmistan. Very handy. And so they get real handsy with him. And at first he's like, yeah, I kind of like this. But then he's like, no, 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 <laughs> me no, too. Me I have too. a girlfriend. Come on, Princess Rabella. And uh, so, yeah, he starts punching him in the face. <laughs> Well, that's what you do when people They're invade t- your space. I mean, if someone's going to get that fresh with you, not just one person, but five women getting that fresh with them. So, yeah, he just starts throwing kicks around and punches, and he gets away from them. And he sees this guy. He looks like a rabbi. He's got, like, a robe on, and he's, like, beckoning to cab. He's like, come to me. And as he's walking to him, he walks by what looks like <laughs> a statue. I mean, it's a statue, right? It's just, I don't know. It was, I thought it was just a strange-looking man. You thought it was strange like a man? I thought it was a statue. He was no. so still. I, I was like, it's a statue. Uh, he's got a Hamburglar face on. Maybe not Hamburglar. I meant Burger King King. He had yeah. that kind of face. So you're like, yeah, this, no, no big deal. There's something off about the face. So he never he, blinks. Why? But, but the road man beckoning him, he's in front of a giant gate. So he's like, well, that's the way out. So, you know, he's like, all right, I'll go to him. This guy seems very sane. <laughs> and as he gets about five feet away from him, the guy turns around to open the door. The back half of his robe is missing. So you just see his butt. And he's like, you like what you see? <laughs> and he's so mesmerized by the butt. We look back, the, the guy you thought was, was the Burger King is a guy wearing a mask of the Burger King on the back of his head. He turns around and he's, he's like all pale and shit, and he's got I think he's got like a sickle too, or some kind of knife, and he like does he doesn't even like he cuts Cabot, doesn't he? Yeah, he fucking gets slapped because he got an attack and advantage there. He's man. so mesmerized by that sweet. The guy had a good ass. He works his glutes pretty well. He does, and so he's mesmerized by that, and he gets caught. But that's, he turns around, beats the shit out of the guy. No problem. And sure enough, he just picks up and carries on. He's like, man, th- th- I got to keep my wits about me here. It's like what Rebella was trying to teach me. Trust nobody. Right. That was a lesson hard learned in fucking crazy town. And as he turns another corner, who but fucking Thorg shows Ooh, up. Yeah, so brother. he's freaking out. He's like, not only am I running from crazy town. he thought Thorg was dead. He still got an arrow sticking out of his fucking heart. That's <laughs> Yeah, so awesome the Macho Man is. Yes. So that's unfortunately why Macho Man died. He didn't get yeah. shot in the heart. He had cardiac arrest or something. Yeah, from an arrow in his heart. Oh, was that? Oh, yeah. wow. So uh, he's like scared shitless. You don't fuck with the Macho Man. He takes so a- He hears some squealing. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like I love that. I'm going there. And there's a pig. <laughs> there's a pig sty. Like, uh, and he goes through there. He's like, I don't. I, he, Thor can't chase me here because I can walk on top of the pigs. Well, he's pulling all gymnastics all over the place. He's, he's fucking... using these pigs like they were gymnastic equipment. Yeah. And he gets he he gets to, uh, to the end. There's like a hole in the wall, like up up in. The, oh yeah, like tiny the, little window up by the ceiling. Ventilation. And he's climbing up there. And Thorg's just about to grab him, and then the crazies is busting with their fucking sickles, and they chop the fuck out of Thorg and make him squeal like a pig. But, I mean, John still has this problem. He's still in the middle of crazy town. 
So he runs and he's running and it's, it's, it's a fucking was that a fucking like new metal band crazy town? <laughs> I think uh, not was, not new metal. Maybe thought, they were that that come my lady, come come, come, come my lady. That's playing throughout the entire scene, yeah. Guys. And that would enough to make me go insane. Oh man, I'd be showing my ass and dude and stabbing people too. Wearing even on the when back I of my was head. a kid because I was like maybe thirteen when that song came out and it was like yes, they're getting back a- together, dude. I heard. They're doing like an anniversary tour for. Are we album. gonna go see them? You better believe you it. You better believe it. Golden Gloves Theater will bring to you. We're, Crazy doing a, Town we're gonna live. do a live podcast from that. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. I wonder if we get it. Never mind. Um, drugs would be good. Drugs would be. <laughs> um. So John is like, I, I got to get out of this fucking labyrinth. This is amazing. This is crazy. I, I, I my adrenaline is just going a mile a minute. He ends up back in the town square. He's like, fuck, I thought I was near the exit. I'm in, like, this square one. It's the best scene. I fucking love this scene. So we get the camera sweeps around every angle, and there's people crowding in. They got the size, the spears. Even the, the fucking goat has a scythe. That's how crazy. Even the goat. So Cabot is like, I am so fucked. Wait a minute. That modern piece of art <laughs> reminds me of something. It's a goddamn pommel horse. And he pommel horses the fuck out of everybody. He goes rodeo. This is this is a sweet fucking action scene. It he's is. Like, he's like fucking swing around, kicking everybody left and right. I mean, who hasn't watched the Olympics, <laughs> the gymnastics portion with the pommel horse? Who hasn't watched this scene? If you haven't, watch it right now. Yeah. But who hasn't watched that and like, man, imagine like walking by and getting kicked in the face and while I want to point happening. out, you know they're crazy. They have honor. They do the classic henchman move one at a time. They, Where come at they keep their spears <laughs> upright and walk face first into every kick. Yeah. Very but, kind of them. But still sweet. And he got those great sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nonstop. He's just kicking women, men, I mean, goats. He's just... Everybody. Equal opportunity, guys. <laughs> so after a minute, Everyone's just loving it so much. They drop their weapons. They start clapping. And John's like, this is my moment. <laughs> so he takes off. And they're like, oh, but, but, but no, you got to do this forever. Kick me. Kick me. Kick me. Kick me. They're opening their chest, wanting a nice shoe print. <laughs> and John takes off. He goes down he goes this the little. the narrowest alley. Of- narrowest. And so so narrow he can climb up. There. Yeah, he starts whittling his way up, of, up it. And he gets to this window. It's metal barred. Right. And he's trying to rip he's it out. He's literally six inches away from this ledge, but he's just so he's spent. He's wiped out. I hate this part of it because it's like there's no way you can't just throw yourself over. You're no. a gymnast for fucking Christ's sake. No, he's 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 spent, dude. He put all his energy into that pommel horse routine. That was a perfect ten. It was a perfect. If there was a person in Russian the background, judge gave it a nine point nine. If there was a up. person in the background who hold up a ten point that. That would have been perfect. So, yeah, he's good in there. And as the panic is setting in, I can't There's rip. dogs down there leaping oh, at him. I didn't like this. They had, like, a German Shepherd, and then they had this old dog and a gray all in its mouth, and they're both, like, supposed to be super vicious. It's like, no. Um, but, yeah, so he's, like, worried because he's like, I can't hold on to this forever. He looks, you know, we get a shot, the audience, of one of those fucking guard people coming yeah. down the Ninja roof, Raff showing up, and just more people crowding into the alley. The pitchforks all up. He's he's dead. He's dead. And yeah, because this guy's just gonna watch him die. Yeah, and then whips off the mask. Dad, 
The day dead. Last time we saw him, he splattered on a rock. Still got the arrow hanging out of his hip, and he's like, liver. "Don't worry, son. A branch caught me on the way down and slowed my fall. I didn't get splattered." So they leave the village of the crazies. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, this is the exit right here. You didn't see it? Why? How did you and not like, see it's like this, a neon son? Science's exit. It's, it's you're, like you're, stupid." Man, son, you're stupid. This is why I left to come fight in this game of death because you're stupid. I hate you. But they hug it out, and they're hugging the fuck out of it. And watching them hug and basically fuck is Amir, who's just like, all right, shoot him again. So. Yeah, he's just, he does a lot of standing on the sidelines shooting people with bow and arrows. Yeah. So he shoots the fuck out of uh, Cab's dad again. Yeah. He's got four arrows in him now. He's like, well, this dad definitely didn't survive this. Definitely didn't survive this one. Uh, You know, Jonathan, he's smart enough to be like, Dad, I got to go. I got to run. Yeah, and Dad had a horse because he was disguised as one of the henchmen. So Cabot jumps on the horse, takes off. Apparently there's like a two-foot leap that only Cabot and Zamir have the balls to do. Well, I think it's because they're both gymnasts. Well, the horse did all the work. Yeah, but I think they train their horses to be gymnasts. Well, they well, good job because the ninja guys were too scared to do this two foot jump. They do it, so that means they're by themselves. Final fight, people. This is it—the greatest display of gymkata you'll ever fucking see. Ever. Zamir rips off his fucking vest, flexing his muscles. He's like, oh, I think it's uh, I think it's Super Macho Man from uh, Punch Out. He starts going ding, 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 making his moves. Oh yeah, dude! I was just watching. Oh my god, you're getting into something very close right now. I was just watching yesterday. Games done quick is happening right now. Somebody did the we. They did a Wii version of Punch Out, and it's supposed to be really good. But a guy did it blindfolded yesterday, and the Super Macho Punch Out or Super Macho Man yeah uh, fight was amazing. It was so good. Bald Bull was even better though. But oh. So good. People, Salard won. Look up that blindfolded Wii punch-out fight. It's so good. Okay. So, speaking of getting punched out, Zamir pulls out his sword. He's he's like that much of a bitch. You can't even fight yeah, the guy in a Yeah, he's not fight. even in a fisticuffs. He just immediately pulls out his sword. But Cabot, of course, he's very in tune with the environment at right, this point. Right, he's trained in nature. Exactly. So he can make any weapon out of nature. So he finds a perfect stick. Right. And he starts blocking blows, but then finally he holds it up in a way that the grain is against the sword, so he cuts right, right through it. That's that's John's fault. It's Falls experience. Down. Yeah. And then Zamir hurls the sword yeah, at him. Yeah, he tries to hurl it into it. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it misses, John. It hits him right, it goes right next. To, it splits a hair on his mullet. That yeah. close, but it doesn't hit him. But then it sets the match back to zeros. Well, maybe he wanted it that way. Maybe he's like, yeah. I have to prove to myself that I could beat this maybe, midget maybe. in uh, hand-to-hand. So they're going back and forth. Cab is doing flippity-flip shit. Fucking Cabot isn't doing shit at this Zemir, point. Well, Zamir, he's all Eric Sloan, all power. Yeah, yeah. At this, uh, this is round two. And Zamir is powering the fuck out of, uh, out of John. He's and beating John, the shit out of him. It's all tippity-tap shit. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't, it was just like at, at one point, John takes a punch and he just like falls, but he just keeps rolling and he rolls downhill. He's covered in he dirty leaves, absorbs the impact. So it, like, it doesn't hurt as much because he does the, rolls. okay. But yes, he is covered in 
a lot of leaves at this point. Yeah. Very dead leaves. A lot of dead leaves in this movie. And he pops up. He's like 15 feet away. And it takes him that gap to realize, you know, hey, Jimkata, the deadliest art form. And so he starts, like, uses the branch as a high bar, kicks him in the face. He starts doing somersaults into him. He starts, like, leaping out of the ground into his face. And this is where John takes the fight. Just starts owning him. Yeah. Basically, that's it. He just kicks the yeah. shit. And then puts him in a head scissor and does the old... <laughs> snaps the mirror's neck like it was Snap a toothpick. Snap into a Slim Jim. That was the sound effect they used. Yeah. So, goes back to Dad. Dad's still alive, ain't he? No. He's dead as fuck, dude. I thought Dad lived. I thought he was at the end with him. <laughs> so, he he gets his... He's that the get, dead spoiler? I mean... No. Let's go ahead and uh, I just... Because we're wrapping it up. This we is, are. Yeah. So, he gets uh, back on his horse. Uh, we don't see this. Cabot gets on his horse. He goes back. Apparently, he takes back Zamir's the- horse, grabs his dad... And goes back to the castle. Well, where... the, con, the con and the princess, yes, they overthrow the ninja warriors. Yes. And princess because... Rebella has been trying to tell uh, her dad, the con. She's like, Dad, if you're not going to kick ass, I am. And she whips up. She's got this black cat suit on. Oh, my God. Catwoman all the way. And Dad's like, hey, don't leave me out of the party. And whips out his fucking sword. Yeah. Like, it's... how great was Zamir's army that... Some grandpa motherfucker is, like, killing ninjas left and right. Left and right. And so, like, as they fight their way out of the castle, Zamir, uh, Zamir, uh, John and his dad arrive on horseback, and everybody is cheering. Well, the people rise up and kill all the ninjas. They're about to kill Rubella and the Khan. And he's like, my people, come to me. Fight! They're 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 trying to overthrow me, your king. And they're like, "Hey, we love our king." So they they kill all the ninjas. These ninjas apparently suck. All all they can do is stand like a hundred feet away and shoot you with an arrow. They don't know how to fight. So again, John arrives with Father Cabot on horseback. Princess sees John and runs to him, and you see her reach up for him. And John reached down for her, and in the background you see his dad fall out of his horse. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> so he's got the arrow still sticking out of his back. He's hunched over, oh. and he just falls. <laughs> I think that was purpose they did that? That sounds like a mistake. Dude, I have no idea, but I loved it. It's the weirdest thing. And then we get a little blurb, right, the freeze frame. We get a blurb, and we learn that what? thanks to winning the game in Parmesan, America got to put our radar, Star Wars uh, technology, in Parmistan. And now that's why we never had nuclear war in the 80s, guys. It's so weird because they do this as if, like, when you watch a real fictitious movie. Did I say that right? Non-fictitious no. movie. Or, like, the, I, the Tanya Hardy movie or something no. when they always give you the facts at the end to yeah. explain it. They do that for this movie. It's like, wait, this is a bullshit yeah. place. This is a bullshit. But then they work in the Star Wars yeah. uh, They also system? worked in that everybody got Parmesan cheese. You know, mm-hmm. only in America can you get Parmesan cheese, thanks yeah. to Par- our, our relationship with Parmesan. We give mm-hmm. them sweaters, they give us cheese. Man, wonderful. Murray, this movie is over. I uh, I don't know. I really do. I don't know if anyone listening hasn't seen it, but it's definitely a must watch. It's what we're 
here for. If you haven't seen it, I think you're going to want to see it after our amazing description. If you have an hour and 30 minutes, 90 minutes on hands, and $3 to spend on YouTube or whatever other platform it airs on, just watch Why isn't there a special edition Blu-ray is what I want to know. Dude, this is an interesting thing. Back in like 2000, there wasn't even a DVD. It got voted to be made into a DVD. Uh, People, democracy worked for once. People voted for this movie to be made on DVD, and then it was made. It's a great DVD. Speaking of DVDs, I'm going to talk about something that's nothing new with DVDs. Griff? Well, factually... We could only watch this movie. Yes, this movie so. only. Well, before we get into next week's movie, I have an announcement to make, Griff. You know, this is all we're all about celebrating America this week. Next week is our Independence Day, the birth of our nation. So, as a gift to our listeners, many who are out of the country, <laughs> we're going to give we're going to spread some democracy to you guys because we're going to do something a little different next month. Griff and I have decided we're going to let you guys decide what movie we're going to do. I've decided it's going to be the July 31st episode, which is the last episode of July. Obviously, it's July 31st. So what we're going to do, we're going to, I'll put it up on Twitter. after Tonight, when we put the uh, episode out, I always put up a Twitter, let us know it's out. I'm going to put up a tweet. Letting take soliciting ideas for movies for a future episode from you guys. So you guys let us know what you would like us to do. You can give as many suggestions as you want. The only rules are it's gotta be an action movie. Does not have to be a Golden Globus, even though that would be cool they'd have Golden Globus, but it only has to be action. And what let's say stick between like seventy five to ninety five, that seems to be like our time range. Yeah, I'd say so. So, like, just that's all you need. The weirder, the better, the guys. You know, we there's some movies you know we're gonna eventually get to. So I'd, I'd actually prefer if you give us some obscure, weird shit that has a lot, you know, make it interesting for us. So we'll put. So for like two weeks, I'll put it out there. You can give our suggestions. The episode from two weeks from now, we're gonna announce because we're gonna whittle it down to the four we think best movies, and then I'm gonna put a poll up on Twitter, and you guys are gonna vote on. Which of the four we're going to cover? So that's democracy in action, Griff. Which of the four we're going to cover, or which are the one? No, which of of the four? Oh, okay. One of the four. I was like, I thought we were doing one. <laughs> no, we're not doing four. We don't give them that much fucking clout. This is our show, after all. So that. So I uh, appreciate you guys participating in that. And if you don't care, then I guess we'll just do whatever we want to do. So, Griff, next week. The birth of our nation. It is July 4th. Our episode next week will be released on July 4th. So what better movie to wait, do? isn't July 4th Thursday? Yeah, we oh, wait, release we movies release on, Thursday. on Thursdays. Oh, so dumb. What better movie to do than... Yeah! God, step off the mic when you do that. Fuck. Reb Brown as Captain America in Captain America 2. Death. I think I'm on record. I fucking hate our Captain America episode. So I'm hoping Griff watched it today. Kind of a lukewarm review. You don't want to listen to anything that we do. So I wouldn't say you hate it because you haven't even listened to it. No, I was there. I don't need to. 
Don't tell me if what I like and don't like. I will. Um, and I won't listen. No, people need to know about this. You need to watch it. I've watched it. You've tormented me with this already. We're doing well, it we're, next we're, week. We're really selling it. You've tormented me with it. People want to know what happens to Red Brown and Cap 2, and we're going to give it to them next week. So, as always, keep it warm. Because it's fucking hot as shit out there. <laughs>